80% of success is psychology, 20% is the mechanics. The problem is most people live in their heads. They have their dream, they have their goal, they get hyped up about it, they get fearful about it, and they just don't execute. Untame your mind. I like something Les Brown said once. He said, there are losers and there are people who haven't learned how to win. My question to you is this, which one are you? Are you a loser or are you still learning how to win? If you're a loser, it doesn't mean that you're less than. It could mean that you've gotten really good at quitting. It could mean that you've gotten really comfortable ending your race before the finish line. You have your reasons for not finishing and I've had mine too. But right here, right now, the question is, do you want to win? Self-discipline separates people from success and not being successful. I've never met a person who was not successful that didn't have a great amount of self-discipline within their life. Self-discipline and being able to perform and being able to keep your life on schedule and being able to keep commitments and promises and meet deadlines is essential to success. Look, if you want to get rich, you want to be really successful. When I say rich, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about a rich life, freedom, time with family, choices, get to do what you want. See, this is what people do. They set a target. Remember when you were a kid and you set targets that were big, giant, had nothing to do with reason? They were giant, right? And then you had some difficulty getting to it and somebody said what? Dude, your goals are unrealistic. You need to drop your goals down and add 40 years and end up with nothing. Certainly not congruent with your potential. None of us can afford to have a life that is controlled by someone else or a life that is basically controlled by our emotions. I learned many years ago that there are two kinds of people. There's the type of person who says, I, I'm going to wait till I feel like it before I do it. And then there's a person who says, I've got to do it so that I feel like it. One will never get anything done because they're still waiting to feel the moment to move. And the other person says, no, I need to move. And then I will begin to feel the moment. Most people have strategies available, or they could get them, or you could create them. But the problem is you got a story. And your story is why it isn't working. And the story is, I've tried everything. If you tried everything, you'd be fit. If you tried everything, you'd be profitable. There's always a story. And what I tell people is, you know, if you can just divorce the story of your limitation and marry the truth of your unlimited capacity, then the whole game changes. Most of us in our life are trying to make a 10% improvement. And we know this. This is, I'm trying to increase my revenues by 10%. I'm trying to increase my sales by 10%, save 10% more. The lands out there, whatever it truly is, we all have this sort of beaten into us by life and by the rest of the universe that you can make these small incremental improvements. But the fact of the matter is that there are those in the world that go 10 times bigger. And you, every one of us can be that. I would say to you that it's your duty, your obligation, and your responsibility to fulfill your potential and that that's actually what success is. Success is not money. 
Simplest thing is get crazily hungry for something. We all know when you get so hungry, so desirous, your brain starts coming up with answers. And then it's massive action, but effective execution, which is all modeling, which is I assume what this is about. Find the best example, compress the time. Let someone else take 20 years to figure it out. You do it in two weeks or two months. Even if you have no idea how to solve it, no idea how to get there, you'll be amazed at what you come up with. And what's interesting is our legacy, our past, anchors us to where we are today. And you have to let go of that. You truly have to let go of all the stuff in your past, what you thought you'd done, the infrastructure that you've built to let yourself go. We are not our feelings. We are not our patterns. Those are things we might identify with, but we're not that. And so when I see a pattern and it doesn't work, I don't think the person's broken. I don't think anybody's broken. I'm not here to fix people, but I am here to break up the patterns that don't work. I might be wrong in what I say, okay? I might be wrong in the things I do in my life and the business that I started. My family's told me not to start every business that I've been involved in, every one of them. Every one of them was a risk. Every one of them I had to take a chance. I remember my mom used to tell me, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I wouldn't do that if I were you. I wouldn't do that if I were you. I'm like, mom, you wouldn't do anything. Well, you wouldn't do anything except be the mother, a great mother to five children. My mother wasn't an entrepreneur. She didn't have my dreams. Just because she's my mom doesn't mean she dreams like me. Would you agree? Okay. My mom was wrong about everything she told me not to do. Love my mom to death. Okay. Unbelievable friend of mine. She was wrong. I needed to do those things. Okay. Steve Jobs needed to build this phone. Would you agree? Did he help a lot of people? Did he make some money while he was doing it? $119 billion in five years. Have the conversation with the person that's holding you back. The reason most people who are listening right now are not doing that thing is they're worried about the opinion of somebody, usually their mother, usually their father, and the reality is is that your spouse may be the person holding you back and you have to have that conversation. We have to get to a place where you're doing you because the number one thing that scares the out of me is regret and you're gonna sit there at 72 and you're gonna say, I wish, I wish, I wish. It's, it's, it's looking yourself in the mirror and saying like, am I doing this right? So to me, there's so many people that are talking sh- about how big of an entrepreneur they're gonna be and how much they're gonna achieve and they don't work on weekends. You know, I worked every Saturday of my 20s. Like, and I talk to 20 year old entrepreneurs every single day. Lately I've been saying to them, this Saturday, you're gonna have more time off than I've had in my entire 20s on a Saturday. So like before you tell me how you're gonna be bigger than me, start thinking about what you're actually doing. Ask yourself, am I practicing self-discipline in my life? Am I doing the things that I should do because I need to do them or am I kinda waiting to feel the moment? Make a damn schedule and stick to it. It's not a bloody prison. That's the first thing that people do wrong. They say, well, I don't like to follow a schedule. It's like, well, what kind of schedule are you setting up? Well, I I have to do this, then I have to do this, then I have to do this, you know, and then I just go play video games because who wants to do all these things that I have to do? It's like wrong. Set the damn schedule up so that you have the day you want. You are what you consistently do. If you look at your calendar, you look at what you're doing on a daily, regular basis, that is what's gonna determine your future path. So if you eat one chocolate bar but the rest of your day is pretty healthy, you're gonna be a healthy person. But if you're eating 
junk and more junk and then pizza and then Burger King and more burgers and more junk afterwards and then you eat one piece of broccoli, doesn't mean you're going to be healthy. Working out once won't make a big difference for you. Working out three times a week or working out every day, you'll see changes in your life. You are what you consistently do. Want to be in the game? Read. The average American reads one book a year. The top CEOs in America read five books a month, 60 plus books a year. But immerse yourself with books, audio, video, daily, okay? You hit all three of those where I'm reading something, listening to something, and watching something. These are completely different ways to learn. Find YouTube channels that are good for you. If you work your ass off, you're totally focused, you're trying to serve something larger than yourself, and you really are executing what works, you need a little grace. You might want to call it luck if you prefer um, God, the universe, but it's there. And we can all achieve. But I think the more important skill, if you ask me, is to have an extraordinary life is the art of fulfillment. And it's an art. It's not a science. Because there's a science to making money. I don't care who you are. If you do certain things, you're going to have too much financial stress. You do other things, you're going to have an abundance. There's a science. There's a science to your body. Everyone here is biochemically different, different genome, but there's certain fundamental patterns that if you and I follow them, you're going to have tons of energy, you're going to feel good. If you break them, you're going to pay the price and have low energy or disease. But fulfillment is an art. What's going to fulfill you is different than the other person next to you. You're not going to learn that from anybody else. You got to find it because success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure.